Welcome to the November 22nd episode of the Bench Boys Podcast. Coming to you half an hour late because of, you know, technical difficulties. Classic. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, Jared and Blair is back in studio. Hello, hello. <gasps> Thanks Hi, for having me back. Yeah, you know, figured it's about time. <laughs> and, you know, we, uh, we got to start off with some really high-quality hockey talk and the... Six-game losing streak that is in Calgary. I feel like I was part of it. We st- we were there for the first one in, uh, against St. Oh, Louis. Oh yeah, I forgot you guys oh, went to the yeah. St. Louis game. That's that was the first, started. right? Wow. That was a bad so a game. Too. <laughs> That's pretty. Well, flat. if you can call it our fault, then fuck me, I guess. <laughs> no, it's been some pretty pretty bad stats to to relay since it all started. Oh God, it's like three out of four of the last. Games they played, they're shut out. Scored two goals against Colorado after being down three nothing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. kind of like, score effects you. Yeah, they that was like the like a record, right? For longest time without a goal in franchise history. I think it was a franchise record. Yeah. yeah. Killing it. Like they they also <laughs> said another one. Um eight <laughs> games in a row. Speaking uh, of bad. allowing the first goal. Oh yeah. Ugh. And they've they played like twenty four games or something, and they've been down two nothing in like seventeen of them. It's actually hard to watch <laughs> because the Leafs had an eight game in a row, not getting scored on first three too. Right, it's There's like watching it's like watching the same hockey team. Yeah, same You're hockey team, a, just a heavy dose of. <laughs> I'm getting a heavy <laughs> dose of shit. Yeah, <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah, see, for me, it's like the team I thought was going to do well this year that I like are not doing well, and the team that I thought was going to suck is not sucking in the Jets. I'm yeah. like, yeah, they're, okay. They're persevering. I yeah. don't know how. I don't. Like, I, I don't. It's it not because make... of defense. No. <laughs> it's also not because of offense, really, either. Like, yeah. it's not like they're scoring like the Oilers. It is true. Like, it, they're just... Hellebuck has the most shots saves, against, I think, yeah. and shots against. <laughs> Probably not a good stat. Probably not, but if you're getting stops, then it's good enough. Yeah, but... The, but... The thing with the Flames is what can they possibly do to fix it? Like, we're going to get into it, but we know what the Leafs did on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Pretty big news, but Bab- and a huge change. Bab- the Babcockless Leafs. I can't not say that. I can't. It's too good. It's the best. That is one, the, one of the yeah. best things I've ever that said. so good. Um, but Peters doesn't deserve to be fired, does he? No, not not, yeah, not in my opinion either. I don't think it's the same scenario. I don't think like it, that's one of the few parallels that aren't lined up perfectly. Right. 
Babcock was in what year five? Year five. This is year two. This is year two for Peters. You got to give him a longer leash. I think Trilliving really likes him. I think too. so too. I really like him too. Plus, again, this is Trilliving's guy. Mm-hmm. Not that Hartley wasn't. Well, Gullitson was. Yeah, Gullitson was his first guy, right? So it's but like, then Peters became available. Right, so Hartley comes. Reportedly, Bubba there was D. even um, Trilliving inherited Hartley. Yeah, but um, uh, why can't I think of his name right now? Brett, who the hell did you get a picture with? Brian Burke. Brian Burke, thank oh, you. Jesus. Uh, He's a nobody. Brian Burke. Okay. Burke himself. Brian Burke was on Fan 960 on Thursday morning and straight up said that there was serious problems in the dressing room between players and Hartley. Yeah. Serious problems. He also said, I was actually, it was actually a really good interview. They, they had him on to talk about Mike Babcock. Well, he calls every week. Yeah, every Thursday, I think. But they had him on to talk about Babcock, and then he kind of went into, like, the Hartley stuff, too. And he was talking about how, like, the players um, will always protect their coach. Like, they, yeah. they, they'll they never straight up bitch to the GM about him or the president or... Until he's fired. Until he's fired. <laughs> and that's what he said. He's like, it's it's really hard to judge judge mm. the relationship between your players and your coach because they'll never sewer him. Well, yeah, and, like... Even how if you... they hate him. Because he's yeah. like, we fired Hartley, and then it came out, like a week, two weeks, a month later, that there was serious problems between the players and Hartley. But they never said that before that. So, okay, let's assume it's the big boys, like Monaghan, Goudreau, those guys, maybe Geo. I don't know. Let's say it's the big guns, because the big guns are the ones with pull like that. Mm-hmm. They had a problem with Hartley. So Trey comes in, gives them Gullitson, more of a player coach. Doesn't get the job done. He was here for what, two years? Two, yeah, just two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't get the job done. They can him in favor of Bill Peters. You can't give him a fourth chance with a new coach. You can't. No, you can't. I would only call yeah. it, uh, well, I guess, a third chance. But yeah, but I mean, like, you can't give him a fourth voice and think it's going to get better. No, I think you got to give Peters at least his, I mean, I think he signed a three-year deal, but I think you got to give him... Half Next of that, too. at least. Well, over half, yeah. Like, I, I, I just, agree. I just don't see how don't this see... situation is a coaching problem. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. It, it's a huge thing in Toronto where it's, oh, everybody's putting the blame on Babcock, putting the blame on Black, Babcock, putting the blame on Babcock. Nobody's giving it to the players, blah, blah, blah. You can't, you can't just take all the blame off the players. Well, like you just said, Babcock was there for five years. Well, this was his fifth season. In Toronto, which it did not seem like that long. Yeah, right. Because I remember talking yeah, to you about we that. We literally like, had shit. It's five we had years that conversation already? on the podcast on Friday last week. Right. I went to hockey after. Oh yeah, that. it was last week. I went to hockey and had that exact same co- conversation with some of my teammates. Right. Literally twice in less than tw- like two hours, I think. Yeah, it doesn't feel like that long. Right. Fucking and years. Completely planning on. Bitching about Babcock and bitching about firing Babcock again today. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's but the now, thing. Like, I was like, the remember, first thing uh, I said was like, I can't believe it actually happened that soon. No, nobody can. Yeah. yeah. Nobody. I don't think you. I think I I'm impressed by it. Honestly. I don't think you can talk to someone that is being fully candid that actually thinks they saw, like, thinks it was going to happen on Wednesday. Right. No one, no one called There's this. people that are like, oh, I saw that, like, knew this was going to come. Like, 
Bullshit. Maybe you, you did, knew, but eventually. you knew he was going to get fired. Yeah, that doesn't mean you thought he was going to get fired on Wednesday. Like, yeah, a lot. Like, there was so much speculation. Like, oh, end of the end of the road trip, or at least before Detroit. Yeah. Not in the middle of like two games in three days. Mm-hmm. But again, which Babcock, is risky too. Babcock was the first coach for most of these guys in the NHL All in their, their career. Their core. Yeah, like yeah. right, like you, I'm, I'm talking like Matthews and Nylander and Marner and stuff like that. Not Riley. Riley had Horchek and Wilson and stuff, but but even him, he like really started to come out yeah. when Babcock came. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it's like it's a very different uh, story in Calgary where they've had their chance to show it for a new guy. Yeah. They've had it twice. A third new, uh, like a fourth voice as, as their head coach isn't going to change it. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it looks mm-hmm. bad on It doesn't make any Brad sense. And... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah and I, I don't see it as a huge coaching issue, like the slump they're in right now. Right. You can see Trilovine, or not Trilovine, uh, Peters changing up the lines and yeah. trying to find the right mix. Yeah, and... changing up the lines. <laughs> Power play units at practice today were... Well, I mean, like, yeah, good. I mean, we saw the, the tweets today from Derek Wills that Lucic was on the first power play unit and uh, basically replaced, they swapped Lindholm to the second unit, put Lucic on the first unit, and put Jankowski on the second unit. <laughs> so you're talking about <laughs> Tell adding, us fucking you Jankowski. Between the two of them, you're adding zero Fuck goals me. to your power plays. That'll help. But the thing is, it's like, and we're not talking. Right? We're not talking zero goals on the power play. We're talking zero goals... Period. On the season. Yeah, but they both have zero. Yeah, like... And between the two of them, Lucic has four but, assists. But hey, but hey, <laughs> but hey, over the last six games, Milan Lucic is out shooting Johnny Goudreau. Which That's is true. fucking sad. You know what? It, it is sad. That Lucic-Ryan Dubé line... It's probably been the best it's line. It's been their best line, which they're, is not good. Which is but, also fucking gonna, sad. Say, they're doing stuff, but they're not really accomplishing. <laughs> Obviously, they're not scoring, but they're not accomplishing anything. Like... We were at, Blair and I were at the game on Tuesday night against the Avs. Ryan scored. Ryan scored. Sweet. Mangiapani scored a lucky one that just happened. Ryan's was good. Like, Ryan's was a nice, nice comes out of the corner, shoots a shelf. But every, like, Lucic had six shots in that game. Six. That's crazy. Not a single one of them was dangerous. (laughs) Not one. Well, that's what the Flames are doing right now. Yeah, yeah. they had 40 shots against St. Louis last night. That's pretty much, yeah, the epitome of what's going I, on. I've seen a lot of... <laughs> Bennington misplays a buck behind the net, and Monaghan double clutches it in front of an open net. <laughs> That's what's... The thing is, like, they need they need a bounce to help them feel a little better, but they're not, like... That should have I've been Monaghan I've seen a lot of talk about their shooting percentage is really low right now. So, like, you know, when it comes back to normal, it'll, you know, they'll score more. But when you watch the like, also their quality chances are down, so they're shooting from the perimeter a lot. Yeah, because nobody has confidence, because no, so nobody wants to go to the front of the net or work yeah. hard to get a goal, or nobody thinks they can get to the front of the net. But another thing we saw on Tuesday was they're just flinging pucks up the middle. Like they'll yeah. be in the corner yeah. with control, and they'll just like spin around a backhand to pass to the slot, and there's just nobody there, and they ice the puck. They against do that themselves. in their own zone. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Like, so it's some like, of those plays in their own zone were like... So again, like this is my question. is like With Toronto, 
the, we've all listened to me for the last two weeks, easy, four weeks, if you want to go back farther, bitching and moaning about Babcock. And, like, the little things that Babcock does, it just goes back, like, last summer, the summer before even, when he met with Matthews in Arizona about the power play, mm. supposedly. Right. And his line combos and all that stuff, right? It was weird. Babcock did a whole bunch of little things really weird and really odd, and just that was the Babcock way. Yeah. So that's what led to everybody going, get this guy the fuck out of here, and yeah. I want something new. What is, like, what can you, is there something you can point to in Calgary that says, like, that needs to change? Like, this no. particular thing needs to change? Mm, yeah, there's no. not like a, like a certain piece or anything that... It's not as obvious if, yeah, if it is. Yeah. But there's there's some things I'd like to see them try, but it's it's the players that the, from what I'm watching, it's the players aren't they're and it's Johnny Gaudreau and Sean oh, yeah. Monahan and Mark Giordano that I'm especially noticing. They're just they're just making bad plays and they're not doing what they're like I see that Monahan line trying to dump and chase and stuff. Yeah. They're a really good transition line. It's like such a they lack break into the of... zone. They make a couple passes and they get a shot. Yeah, but they're trying to like dump it in. Like Johnny Gaudreau is not going to chase a puck into. For, That's like, not on a his game. And win that battle. Yeah, most times it's just not going to happen. Yeah. So it's. I don't know. Yeah, he's probably not going to do it ever. They're just like losing. Well, they've like lost all cohesiveness. Like I feel like everyone's trying to get something done by themselves. And there's like where like where did all our chemistry go? It's like gone. Like they've been splitting up Johnny Monty Lindy. That was not even a question last year. Same no. with Michael Backlin, fucking Frolik and the three M line. And Kachuk. Yeah. It was like not even a question. We're we're not splitting that lineup. Now it's like, who the fuck do we put together here? Yeah, because nobody's doing anything. Yeah. And like uh it's it's super frustrating because like this is not how I saw this season going at all. No, nobody. I, I thought we were dead set for a, another great season here. I think coming out of a slump, you you want to see teams start to do some things well. They, may, they might not win the game yet, but I thought the Flames yesterday, they outshot St. Louis. They won the possession game according to natural stat trick. Like, so they did do some things well, but if you look at like the heat map of the shots... It's Flames' high heat areas are like further away from the net, whereas St. Louis, they they have a lot. They had a lot of shots in, from the slot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they just have to. Something good has to happen to them too. I think. I do think. I'm not saying it's well, all that, luck see, or anything, but they do need a bounce. That's what I thought. That big comeback in the third period. Who was that against? Was it Nashville? Yeah. Yeah. And then they they. Won I, I was like, time. oh, this is this is the turnaround point right here. <laughs> Nope. But they really just they just kept playing the same way and they just stopped coming back though. And that's like the huge problem with the Flames and was a big problem with the Leafs. That was game was starting the game playing hockey. Yeah. Not yeah. playing whatever the fuck you're playing at the start of your games. I think well, yeah, thinking the... about the first goal a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Like, there was a lot of talk about that leading up to that game yesterday. And yeah, two nothing. Yeah, it was the same in Toronto too. Like Toronto going into last night's game. They had given up the first goal in 18 of 23 games this year. Yeah, not great. Not ideal. Not, I don't think it's the yeah. be-all, end-all. I mean, no, definitely not. 
it, it shouldn't it shouldn't matter if you're if you're a good team you can battle back and and overcome first goal game but yeah. like you'd probably like to see it closer to 50 below 50 percent again another one of the things that was like a leaf um a, a leaf like stereotype like every game you could expect them to not start on time which then leads to the first goal thing and it may not always tell the story when you get scored on first that exactly. you're not starting on time because right. you know it's There's a big and, difference between getting scored on first and then not responding to that correctly. Yeah, that too. Then getting scored first and still playing shit. But yeah. like sulking. If you look at yeah. the way the Flames have played in the last six games for sure, and then more of the season, it's not surprising that they get scored on first because look, like look at uh, the Avalanche game on Tuesday. They didn't start playing hockey until like ten minutes. Maybe left like, not like, even like five, five, six minutes yeah. left in the game, like which is like another thing. It's like how, how can you go from the start of the game playing like absolute junk to the last five minutes? And it's so fucking classic flames, man. Last <laughs> yeah. five minutes, oh, we're fucking amazing now. Just kidding. Oh, we can't score though because the game's over. Yeah, it's too late. <laughs> like, yeah, like I do. It's actually I. I'd rather see them like just fucking stay bad, almost come Five back nothing. in a game, yeah, and then not come back just because you scored two goals in the last five minutes, but you're down by three. Yeah, <laughs> sweet guys, <laughs> could have done that earlier. The Leafs were doing it too during their losing streak. They'd go down four two, come back, make it a game. They did it against Chicago, and then I think they did it against somebody right after. It was two games in a row, I think. Go down 4-2, score again, empty netter makes a 5-3, oh, 5-4. Now the game looks, it looks respectable on the game sheet. Oh, wasn't right. respectable. Is that the one where they get scored on their empty net? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, both, I, uh, I think the Chicago game, the empty netter was the winner. And then, I, th I can't remember which the other one was, but I'll find out real quick. But it, it's just like, it looks more respectable than it is, but you're like, can you just, can you play 60 minutes? Flames, you're just like, can you play 40? Seriously, like, I honestly... <laughs> Don't even think about it that much. Just be like, the first period is a game in itself. Yeah. Just just play like, that. Get game. through the first period. Okay, guys, if we win each period, we're going to win the game. Okay? Yeah. Let's win the first period. And then go, go from there. But then, it's like you said, right? If you don't win the first period, like, say it's one nothing or 2 nothing after 1. Don't just pack it up and go home. Or don't no, pack it up until the last five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't know. It, it's like, I don't know, especially with Johnny. Just like, I don't know what happened to him. There's... He's like so based on confidence, his skill set. Well, it's the same for any player, though. It is, but like other players can do other stuff. But like, look, yeah, look at Chuck, right? Yeah, that's a good... He plays a game, and it's not... It's not fair necessarily to compare Chuck to Goudreau because they're not the same player. Mm -hmm. They never will be the same player. You don't want Johnny to try and be yeah. Kachuk. No. But when Kachuk's not playing his best offensive game, he can go be a shit disturber. Yeah. Johnny, when he's not playing good offensively, is what? A liability defensively. That's about it. I was going to say that. I was going to say a pain in the ass with the rest where he just bitches and moans whatever. Uh, that too. Earful. Every freaking shit. <laughs> no, that was... What the hell? You missed the hole. <laughs> right? Like... Fucking guy. There, There is nothing to Johnny's game 
aside from offense. And having those players, we talked about it with Winnipeg last year. How do you how do you uh, value Patrick Laine? Because he has the very same game. Yeah. Pretty much. Where until it's either this he's scoring. Yeah, until this yeah. season. Either, but yeah. He's either scoring and putting up points or he's doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Laine this year actually has a full game. kind of shown that he can, well, he's getting better at the 200-foot game. Mm-hmm. Look at Ovechkin's comments to the Leafs. Right. I don't know, last Never. month, in, sometime in Two October, where he said, like, you either play for stats or you play for your team. you got to figure out which one you want to do. Mm-hmm. That was spoken out of experience. Ovechkin used to be that guy. Yeah. We all remember the meme or the little funny gif oh, of the controller yeah, disconnected Ovi. So good. We all remember yeah. that. It is one of the funniest things that he has so ever done to the NHL. Just yeah, floating back. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, but eventually, Ovechkin changed and started to play yeah. defense. Why? Yeah. Because one of the Barry best Trotz. coaches in Barry. the NHL showed him that's how he had to play. Yeah, Barry Trotz is no joke. It's not an accident. <laughs> Screw it. Might as well get there now. It's a good segue. Talk about the Islanders. The it's Islanders are on a 16-game point streak. Yeah. That's they've only played 20 yeah. games. <laughs> yeah, that's unheard of, man. They're 15-0-1 over yeah, 16 Yeah, they've only games. played 20 games. Shit, man. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Fucking fired up. They've lost three times this year. Four times if you count that one OT loss. Yeah. Are, yeah. are, are you serious? It's like, crazy. Nobody's... Everybody was talking about Tampa Bay last year and how great of a season they had. They're on pace for a better season. Oh yeah, right the now. Islanders this year. Yeah, they're they're on pace to basically lose twelve games. And in my opinion, it's a more uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Sustainable. Yeah, exactly. Uh, see, I kind of think it's not. I think it's less sustainable. They don't have sort. the star power that yeah that Tampa had. Where they they played the Leafs still. Yeah. That was the that was Apparently. the second five four game was Toronto and they were in the island. Right. And they went down 4-2, empty netter, score two more after the empty netter goes in, and it's 5-4. When they played, when the Leafs played the Islanders, Barzal was the leading scorer. This is the 13th of November. Their leading scorer had 14 points. Yeah, Barzal's still leading, but he only has 20 points. Yeah. Now. Which is like, They're not I mean, that's good. That's a point a game. Yeah, it's Sweet. definitely good. They're but not it ain't, blowing the doors off. Yeah. You're, you're not blowing the doors off. You're not going to outscore problems because you're going to have problems. This is the NHL. Oh, guaranteed. You're going to lose a game 6-1. Probably. The Oilers. They just lost 5-1 yeah. to the LA To Kings. LA, yeah. Surprise, surprise, it's the Oilers. You're going to have problems. You're going to need to score. I I don't know. I don't know if I... Thomas Grice is putting up a 934. Oh, he is insane. It would be sweet for my fantasy team if he could play like every game instead of every other game. They literally have a like 50-50 tandem. It's literally yeah. no they they haven't played two games in a row since like October. The hey man. Yeah. Do what works, I guess. They literally play every other game That's actually since crazy. October. Wow. I'm like sitting there on my fantasy team trying to like start goalies and I'm like, "Well, I can't start Grice. This is uh my matchup pool and it's just like the one with Brent and we're just like, I'm just, I need him to play more than once this week. 
And I can't guarantee he's going to play more than once. Yeah, but but he's crushing. I don't think Barry cares. Barry Trotz. No, he's, no, Barry Trotz is seems loving. Seems to be working for him. But again, yeah. it, it's this. This was kind of one of the the beginning of the end moments in Toronto for Babcock, because people are like, "Well, it's Barry Trotz," and like it's Barry Trotz and his New York Islanders. Listen. Barry Trotz goes into the island and takes that team from last in the league in goals against to first in less than a season because it was the season that they went first in goals against, right? So it's like he had a summer, a training camp. Babcock's had four years. Yeah. And they're still not playing defense. What is going on? And that was kind of when people were like, okay, I've had enough. Like, like really had enough. It is uh, like – New York's been on this great streak. They're still second place in their division. Probably because um, they've only played 20 games. They've only played 20 games. They're behind Washington, who has four games in hand. Wait, and they're only three points ahead. That's, it's strange that that fit wasn't there in Washington. Like, I don't think it wasn't. I don't think they miss Barry. I mean, I think... The, I mean, like, his style was working there, but... I mean, they're still obviously doing well Washington, but... See, I think... Like yes, you're you're like I, I see where you're coming from because they didn't win the cup with Barry Trotz. Washington or did they? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, right. They won the cup. Yeah, and then right, he and left. they left. Yeah, what it was very, just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's just weird that yeah, you're, yeah, New York got him. Like that whole situation yeah. was weird. Well, yeah, it's because of the like money. year and a half before of just basically the organization. I feel yeah. like grilling him too in that's a way. True. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that whole situation. I yeah. forgot. I thought it was the year before they won the cup that he left. No, and then Todd Reardon took over. Which, yeah, like they're playing okay, but I feel like he guaranteed taught that group so much. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Especially like we were just talking about Ovi, right? Which the question is, what kind of voodoo does Barry Trotz teach? Man, it's crazy that a coach can do that. The next question is, why? Why did Barry Trotz not have success in Nashville? Mm. He didn't have any stars in Nashville. He doesn't have really any stars in New York either. Yeah, but he had good teams in Nashville. 100%. Yeah. But he didn't have Ovechkin. <laughs> he didn't have a 16-game. He had David Legwand. <laughs> yeah, but he also <laughs> had one of the best defenses in the league still. like he didn't. Maybe well, he, it was before he, P.K. Subban, but he had Weber and Do you and think Yossi New York and, is good enough to win a cup? To win a cup? No, because they don't so have. It might be a similar situation. Yeah, but Nashville didn't even have this good of, like. I'd say who like when he Nashville was there was, was never... like Thomas Vokun and then early Pecorine, I guess. Yeah, he had Pecorine for a long time. He was the coach there for like a long since time. They yeah, expanded, so right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like ten years or something. Right, so it's just that's like, saying something about a it coach is, too, right? right? Longevity. Which, that's the thing with Babcock too. We're gonna get there still. Yeah. Babcock has 700 wins in the NHL. It's not an accident. Oh, yeah. It's the first time. Mike, Com- Mike Commodore can tell you it's an accident, but it's not. <laughs> Commodore, you fucking clown. Commodore cracks me up. He's been on 960 Yeah, cause isn't he fan. like, he's he really? a co-host on Fan, isn't well, he? Was they, he Beacon? They have, uh, they've been doing like guest co-hosts since uh, Rhett Warner left. Right. So Corey Sarich has been doing it too, but. Kami has been on this week, and it's kind of just funny that like, um, he. This yeah. was the week he it's was so here. perfect that he's on. Was he talking about it? Oh, oh yeah. man, did you see Twitter on? Wednesday? Oh yeah, I've seen yeah, his, his Twitter, Twitter of course. <laughs> his, you can't not see his Twitter. Okay, yeah. might as well get into this. Full but he blow, didn't. He didn't. Yeah, fuck it. He didn't really do too much bashing on. 
At least when I was listening. That's good. Yeah, I, I'd imagine. Well, because he's got to stay PG on the radio. Yeah. It's like, where, if I get off on this tangent, it's not PG. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> if you look at his Twitter, his, I can Twitter lose my is, mind. his Twitter is crazy, which. Yeah. What Babcock did to him, we talked about this too, remember? We talked about mm-hmm. Medano and mm-hmm. Babcock, where he kept him at fourteen ninety nine, which is right. fucked. That is there fucked. Were, there are some things that, I mean, if you listen to Commodore and you kind of look back at what he's talking about, and even oh, with yeah. like Jason Spezza this yeah. year, he did some weird stuff. Yeah. Jason Spezza, last year was Justin Hall. Mm-hmm. The year before that was Frankie Corrado. It's like it's like a whipping right. boy almost. Like he's, he's got to have somebody on the Josh team. Levo. Like he gets this preconceived notion of a player and then just doesn't move from that. Like he played J- Jason Spezza in the preseason and was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not really a fan." Mike Commodore played one game of a preseason for Mike Babcock and that was it. And then he eventually got cut for being out of shape when he wasn't out of shape. Yeah, and stuff like that, right? Like. Babcock fucked around with Mike Commodore. So, like, Mike Com- Mike has a reason to be pissed. Yeah. Sorry. Mike Commodore has a reason to be pissed at Mike They were Babcock. doing this on the morning I know. show. They're like, Mike, Mike. And they're like, wait, God which dude. Mike are you talking about? <laughs> Mike said this about Mike, but Mike was like, Mike, Mike. Right? So, it's like, but, but at the same Mike. time, it's the same in Toronto, right? I was very conflicted on Wednesday because I was super stoked that he was out. The fit, yeah. But... When you look back to the beginning, the very beginning, once you start thinking about it and stuff, A, a guy got fired. Like, a guy just lost his job. Now, he's a rich I really, NHL coach. I really feel bad for him. Yeah, exactly. It's But it, it's the same when, like, a player gets cut or something. Or I wish I got that like. severance package. Exactly. Oh, right? Everybody. Fuck yeah. But, We're going to pay you $20,000 <coughs> to... Uh, well, yeah, exactly. But it's... it's Going to Jamaica. As a, as Leafs fans, you can't you can't lie and say you weren't excited when Babcock took the job. Oh, oh man, yeah. Babwatch! I remember Babwatch. Oh yeah, he was, was like, oh, where is he? He was go? signing yeah. in Buffalo. Like he had a contract in Buffalo that all it needed was a signature, and he flipped up, flipped his mind around and became Toronto's head coach. And it was crazy. It was the start of a. Complete culture change in Toronto. Complete. Because that was some of the worst hockey. It's kind of what we've been going through over the last two weeks. The Flames, the Leafs. It's the very same vibe where you're just like, I just don't give a shit anymore. Right? It was how I felt after the game on Tuesday night uh, against... uh, Where the hell did they play on Tuesday? Why can't I think? Vegas. The one that really like pushed the button, like pushed me over the edge, was Pittsburgh on Saturday. Kaskasuo is playing his first career NHL game, and that team just does not show up. Yeah, as if the entire superstar lineup had been pulled out from that lineup, and they just threw in a bunch of AHLers. They just didn't care. Yeah, it got to the point where I'm just like, you know, like. Kind of like you. You said you didn't even watch last night's game of the Flames. Because mm, mm-hmm. you're sick of it. You're pissed. You're, you're done with I can't do it junk. to myself. It's not healthy. Right? It's legit not healthy for me to that's be watching. How, that's how Leafs fans felt before Mike Babcock showed up. Yeah. And then Mike Babcock showed up, and the switch flipped. And then all of a sudden, it was like... I mean, he did help them get back to being a respectable yeah, team. The, John Tavares came to Toronto. Is Babcock the only reason? No. 
Is Babcock the main reason? He's You'll a reason. We'll, we'll never reason. know. Exactly. Pajamas he's a reason. reason. Pajamas, yeah, but if Peter Horacek was a coach in Toronto and everything was a gong show, John Tavares would have stayed in, in not Long Island. Yeah, yeah. Right? Could you imagine? It's stuff it's like that. a different scenario. It's I'm stuff sure like he's that. thinking about that, too. He's like, fuck. <laughs> right? It's, it's stuff like that where you're just like, man, Mike Babcock did a lot of good for this team. Yeah. As much as we can bitch and moan about how he's handled the last year, roughly. Which, well, since Dubas was basically. Pretty much. Pretty since much since Lou Dubas took, left. Yeah. yeah. And which, as, all, as, yeah, as much as Dubas and Babcock will say they're, they were on the same page and blah, 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 blah. They believed in each yeah. other. That's bullshit. We Obviously, they Babcock weren't. Babcock came out in the media and was like. Every time. They trade for did. Muzzin and he says, yeah, I wish he was right-handed. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> right. What? Which Sweet. is also just, dude, no. Like, you heard the you Brian, don't say that to the media. You heard the Brian Burke part, like where Burke's like, I would have fist fought him. Like I would have punched him out. Yeah. If he, he probably would have too. I'll, yeah. I'll pay to see that too. Yeah, me too. In a barn. <laughs> Brian Burke and Mike Babcock would have been awesome. That'd be a good tilly. I wonder if his bass. hair stands on end when he gets mad. Yeah, maybe. Probably. <laughs> maybe the tie ties itself. I don't know. No, the tie. no he chokes. Why, he chokes people he out with his tie. tie. Because he just, like, pulls it off. Let's He's like, yeah, he pulls it off and that's chokes it, That's him <laughs> dropping the mitts. He's pulling his tie off. <laughs> yeah. That's it. We're Doesn't on. take long. <laughs> I started fighting so much, I just I don't tie it anymore. So, last night's hockey game against the Arizona Coyotes for the Leafs. Obviously, <laughs> they broke the losing streak, so hooray. I've never seen Toronto that happy. They got so, a shutout, right? It's 3 nothing. No. Oh. 17 seconds remaining. Really? Hannah Stroza oh, fucked it up. Piece that sucks. Shit. I have both those goalies and the keeper, so I was really hoping one of them would get a shutout. It's always nice. Wrong. Anyway, Vinied. It, got Vinied. Every hockey team gets the coach, the new coach boost, regardless. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> regardless of if the coach is a good coach or not, every new every team that gets a new coach gets a new coach bump. So. Oh, yeah. Tempering expectations after last night's game is what I went into last night trying to do. But then things slowly started to happen. Like Tyson Berry scoring his mm. first goal yeah. as a Leaf. And, Which is crazy. And He's on the top opening pair. the scoring for the Leafs for the first time in eight games. So he was playing on the top pair? He started uh, no. on the top pair, didn't he? I no, him and Riley weren't was... together. Him and Riley our top pair power play. Oh. oh, that makes sense. So they have two defensemen? On the yeah. Oh. I guess however, you could do it with them. However, they didn't get a power play last night. <laughs> I don't oh, think. Wow. Uh, so I don't know if that's going to work. But, so that happens. Again, Tyson Berry didn't sc- had four points, I think, on the year. That's going fucked. into this game. Or something like that. Like, it's not, it's not a lot. Abnormal. So... Babcock's out. Tyson Berry scores the first goal here. Ha ha, hilarious. It's like, funny. oh. Yeah. They score the first goal of the game. Ha ha, hilarious, funny. Then what happens? Pierre Engvall, who just got called up from the Marlies, who knows Sheldon Keefe very well, who Mike Babcock didn't look like he was going to put in the lineup because Mike Babcock ran the pap, the pap, pap, practice. Jesus. The practice on Wednesday morning bef- before he got fired, Mike Babcock ran practice. Pierre Engvall was the 13th forward. He didn't look like he was going to play on Thursday for the Coyotes. Sheldon Keefe shows up. Pierre Engvall's in the lineup. Pierre Engvall scores his first career NHL goal. Short-handed. 
Oh, damn. Ha ha. Hilarious. Coaching. Hilarious, right? Who also looks really good in Thursday night's game? Jason Spezza, who Mike Babcock hated. Hilarious. And then the Leafs almost get a shutout without Mike Babcock. Again, hilarious. hilarious. Then you start today, things come out a little bit more. Uh, Matthews played... Hold on, let me find... The, oh, yeah. It was like almost 18 minutes, I think. And then there was some stat that he had only done that like He'd only eight so, times Hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah. In like 260 I think he played 18 minutes five on five, which in Mike Babcock's tenure with Matthews, he'd only done... Had more ice time five on five eight times. Out of like, yeah, 260 games or something like that. So it's just like, well, that's nice. It's cool when Matthews plays hockey. Oh, who knows? You... Because oh, yeah. you would uh, play your best player more I forgot. than everyone else. I forgot also. Um, Austin Matthews scored his second goal of the season on the road without Babcock mm. there too. So hilarious. Hul- then he plays <laughs> all the time. So it's just like all these little things of things that we wanted to fix because the things we bitched and bitched and bitched about. Again, I think Matthews scored his goal. And in the third period, what line went out on the ice? The second line, not the fourth line. Right. Another thing that Babcock just could not refuse to do. Yeah. He just had to put his fourth line on after a goal every time. And you're just like, it's just ridiculous. Like, you have momentum. What are you doing? Oh, and that's why it seemed like such a natural thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. It was. That's, that's why, what I mean. It's why it seemed like it should happen. Yeah. Where yeah. Peters doesn't. Right. Yeah, because Peters doesn't really. I mean, he's trying to mix things up. And, and there's it's nothing. It's very obvious. It's not like Peters is going in and saying, as soon as you cross the blue line, one foot over the blue line, shoot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like he's exactly. not telling his players to do that. They no. got to figure that out. But in, please make in terrible Toronto, plays. Well, it's, it's the it's, usage, right? It's, yeah, it's questionable. If you have half of your cap tied up in two forward lines, play the shit out of them. You, yeah, well, you better get your money's worth. Why would you not play each like the first two lines twenty minutes a night, and then three and four ten each? Because there's a lot or of whatever. players that make league minimum that are relatively interchangeable like you don't have to worry Pretty, about it. you look at like most teams bottom sixes most of those players are interchangeable obviously you have like the ryan reeves that's a bit different you have guys like that like lucic that you just like a <laughs> yeah lucic cancer. he's like he's like the cheap man's ryan reeves <laughs> like really cheap yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so like like you said you can interchange them so it's again those guys aren't game breakers. They're just time fillers most of the time. Yes, you want them to score goals and you want them to put up points and stuff, but they're not going to win you hockey games yeah. on the regular. There's like a well, big pool of players that can play that if position. You're, yeah, exactly. If you're playing, if you're paying half of your forward lineup like they're game breakers, maybe play play them like they're all game breakers. Make them the game breakers. It's a novel concept. Whoa, yeah. bro. So that's what like. It's hard to temper expectations after one game with Sheldon Keefe. When did Sheldon Keefe do anything crazy last night? No, not really. He did what you'd expect. He he did the common sense things that fans wanted, the way they wanted. Mm -hmm. And oh, look at that! They won and they beat Arizona. Now, ordinarily, beating Arizona is like beating the LA Kings, but not this year. They're a good no, hockey team. Well, you can't even legit. say that about LA because LA before it was like if you beat LA, fucking a. Yeah, but game. but I know what you mean. Like yeah. going into the season, you expected LA to be shit. Yeah. 
Normally, that's Arizona's place. Like so it still feels year. like their shit. Like, it still feels like the Leafs beat a shitty team last night. Right. But Arizona's second but in the look, Pacific, aren't they? I was not? just going to say, look at the... Uh, look. They're, sec- they're in the top. They're in, like, a uh, They've been divisional. shuffling around. Yeah, they're second. Yeah. Like, you look at the Pacific. You got to take note of that. Team. Right? So it's, just, it's stuff like that. Like, may, did it, like, did Arizona play great hockey last night? No. But was it... Arizona not playing well. Was it Toronto playing well and dictating how the play, how Arizona played, or is it a little bit of both? I'm guessing a little bit of both. Another fun thing about last night, Sheldon Keefe looked happy to be there. Not like well, yeah. Babcock Mike Babcock face. looks like he hates his life every second he's on yeah. a bench. Well, it's because it's, 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 uh, it's the the way the team's built and the way he wants to coach is not cool, like I feel kumbaya, you know. Well, like. I, I also feel like his, I feel like he's part of like the older guard, you for know? sure. Yeah, and and his style is just fading away. It's very, it's a, it's a factor for sure. Like, I feel like Babcock's going to be a really good coach, kind of like Ken Hitchcock, kind of like those kind of coaches where it's a come here for a year or two, hammer on my players, right? I and think we'll bring in the nice players coach again. Like it's not like. Yeah, like we kind of already talked about. It's not like it wasn't a good thing that he was there. No. It was a really good thing, but his time had come, and And, it wasn't working now. And the dude still owed like $20 million. Fucking, yeah, money bags. The factor, too, is like some of the biggest stars, aside from Tavares, I guess, on Toronto, are all really young, really rich people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, there's a a factor there. You need to communicate with them. Maybe a little differently. If Babcock is, you know, puffing his chest and trying to say this is the way it is, this is the show. Like, well, Mitch Marner's job is much safer than Mike Babcock's, and yeah. I think oh, yeah. players well, think are about, smart enough to realize that. Think about us, right? There's that component. If you go to work and somebody says, "Do it this way," because I said, you're gonna be like, "Well, why are we doing it this way when you can do it this way better?" And if they yeah. just go, mm. no, no, we're doing it this way because it's my way or the highway, you're like, well, fuck you, man. Yeah, so maybe Keith is more yes. uh, it sounds like he's collaboration more, and yeah. conversations. Well, and... and then for those that don't know, I do, obviously as a Leafs fan, uh, Kyle Dubas, used, his first GM job was as the GM of the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds. Mm. Yeah, he's had him three times. I was going to say, you know who he coached in Sault Ste. Marie? Sheldon Keefe. Kyle Dubas gets hired as assistant GM in Toronto, which then put him in charge of the Toronto Marlies full-time GM. Who did he hire in Toronto? Sheldon Keefe. He gets Boy. a job in the NHL as head G, like it's as the goes, GM. Man. Guess who comes up to join him in the big club? Sheldon Keefe. Yeah. Now, Sault Ste. Marie didn't win anything, I don't believe, but they were a pretty decent team in the OHL. I think they've Dubas consistently been a good team, right? Yeah. But... Dubas goes to the Marlies. Now the Marlies have lots of money, so they win an AHL championship. They win the Calder Cup. Well, Sheldon Keefe was the coach of that Calder Cup. Yep. So it's his boy. Now his now his stamp is. This is firmly. his guy. Maybe this is pressure's on. Maybe this are the successful years now. Maybe. Hey, this is a good time to change the coach. Honestly, the earlier the better. Honestly, Mike Yo was fired on November twentieth. Right. Oh, twenty eighteen. Exactly. Mike so now Babcock. they have to go into dead last. <laughs> yeah, they're not dead last. They're halfway there. Mike, yo. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. You have to be last first, and then you can be first last. Yeah. Hopefully not. 
But like <laughs> again, it's this is not Mike Yo was an extreme circumstance with uh, <laughs> with St. Louis. Obviously, the team kept plummeting. They finished. I feel they like were Mike Yo was a fucking clown. That guy sucks. <laughs> 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 fucking hot take. <laughs> that was a really aggressive take. I don't know. I just every like time Mike I seen Yo. him, I was just Mike like, Yo was a good coach a in Minnesota idiot. for quite a few seasons. Uh, was he a good coach? Oh, I don't know. Minnesota sucks. I'm just kidding. Jared's Why got a don't real... you like Mike? I don't know. I d- got it's a just real like specific hate on from Mike Yo. I'm really, every impression I'm I got from him, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I honestly don't know. That's very interesting. But all of the impressions I ever got from him, I'm like, this guy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't know. I really, I can't even tell you why. But it's just why. Okay, <laughs> so after Craig, after Craig Berube, who was the last coach to take over midseason and win a cup? Do you guys remember? Uh, Daryl Sutter. Nope. Tortorella. Nope. Uh, Michelle Terrian. I don't know. Way why more recent oh, than Tortorella uh, or Sutter. Sullivan. Yes. Oh yeah. Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's a pretty good company potentially here. Yeah. I, good coaches, I'm not yeah. crazy enough to think that, but I feel like Toronto's still got some stuff to figure out that Sheldon Keefe can't do anything about. Well, that's so, I. so this is going to play backup goalie. I feel like he can that help too. that along though. The the, the one or I you said never mind. The like, one I thing backup goal like who's going to Yeah. Well, they don't have a win from their backup. So I I saw I saw a tweet on the weekend, I think. I think it was from might be Steve Dangle said like Curtis McElhaney might have been the best goalie in Leafs history because he was like over like a nine fifteen save percentage as a backup goalie in Toronto and won hockey games. Pretty crazy. Hey man, that's your job. <laughs> that's a good. He's like good... the best backup in the league, probably. Well, it's, it's just funny, like best goalie in history, just because yeah. like looking at what other backups have done for this team and how they played for this yeah, year. It's kind last of a year trademark, too. eh? It's so funny. It's just like, oh, you can think back to the last successful backup goalie this Leafs team has had, and it's McElhaney, and he absolutely crushed it. Yeah. And that, so... that year, he was like, that was a... Well, they picked him up on waivers. Yeah. From Columbus. He wasn't even Columbus's second-string guy. Which is, yeah, crazy. And then too. all of a sudden, he goes and lights it up, and now he's in Tampa Bay, and... Yeah. It's basically the same I'm trying to think where he was. Basically. Tampa Bay is he, odd. McElhinney, wasn't he drafted by the Flames? Yeah. I know uh, he was there. He was here when Kipper was here. I'm pretty yeah. Sure he was. Because he's like in his upper 30s now. Yeah. I remember he was here for a bit. Hold on. Let me. I don't know if he's drafted by us. Can't, so. uh, Maybe that I don't, like all of our will help the Dude, all boys. of the goalies that Flames have drafted fucking suck. Hey, Name that? one good one. Remember I'm, that? I'm waiting. Remember that wait draft when we traded our pick to draft Trevor Kidd? And, <laughs> and then New Jersey used that pick that we traded them to draft Marty Broder? Yeah. Remember Pretty that? fucking bad. I mean, Kidd was like kind of good. I thought we made some real progress drafting goalies, but it turns out we did not. I guess not. I don't know. We're Par- still waiting Gillies for is... Parsons still has a chance. He definitely Yeah, is. but it's going down. But Gillies is like, Gillies fast. just kind of plateaued out, and that's it. Yeah. That's all we got from him. I mean, Riddich? Riddick? Riddick? Riddick. Riddich. What the fuck? I don't know. It's like C-H. It's on cherry over here. Can't, can't pronounce, pronounce names. I don't know. Fuck. David. The day, but big, but big, save David. I mean, we didn't draft him, but nobody did. 
Yeah, we we, we drafted him. his undraftedness. Yeah, um, but like yeah, every Matt other, Mahaney was a sixth round pick, one hundred and seventy sixth overall. By Calgary Flames. Oh fuck, you're right. Most successful goalie to ever be drafted <laughs> by the Flames. Legit, I guarantee you that. I'm pretty sure we drafted Mike Vernon. Oh, maybe. Let me find out for you. Really? I think so. I mean, I'm pretty. Sure. I think you're right too. That'd be crazy. Actually, I actually didn't. That's why I'm. I'm just waiting. It's like oh. Calgary Flames round three, fifty sixth overall in eighty one. Okay, draft. so that's the best goalie, obviously. Um, I'm still. I mean, like we're Lately. due, man. Oh, seriously. Like, we, we gotta get that Dustin Wolf kid. Yeah, looks pretty good. Yeah, seventh round pick, one mm-hmm. goalie of the month in WHL in October. Right. He looks, but I don't but, know. Parsons looked really good. I was junior, just gonna right? say we have all these goalies that have looked good in junior, like elite in junior, and Justin then they get Kobe to the next. Le- yeah, they get to the next level, and it's just doesn't even matter. Maybe it's the thing with goalies, you could be like a shitty fucking goalie when you're in junior and be a better goalie some... somehow. Do you guys remember the conversation we had last year when I was talking about Mike Smith letting in bad goals? I don't know. I, think I feel like we talked about that a lot. I was just gonna maybe, say. maybe, maybe be more specific. the Flames just have really shitty goalie coaches. Mm, maybe. Hot take. Hot take. Because uh, he's been around for Jordan, a while. Jordan Siglet. Yeah, he's been around for how long? A long time. Like, like how long, actually? Like 11 I mean, like, years or some shit? Maybe. It could be. Maybe. But also over the last stretch of years, we're talking Jonas Hiller. Kari Ramo, Joey McDonald. Yeah. Yeah. But but like you're saying, (laughs) Brian Elliott. Why have none of these prospect goalies? Those guys weren't prospects, though. No, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. But there's been a lot. They wouldn't have been handled by Jordan Sig. Oh, I see what Uh, you're saying. Yeah. But like. The the head NHL goalie coach. But he wouldn't have. Has plans through the whole organization. But he wouldn't be like. He's not with any control over. Yeah, but if if you're sitting there. Saying, hey guys, you should try this drill, you should try this drill, you should try teaching this technique, you should try teaching this technique, you should try, try this. That's your main goalie coach's job. If he, if, if, this is, this is my point. If your NHL staff doesn't work on your prospects, your prospect pool, your NHL staff is broken. Mm. I think in the get, way the NHL they, works, they now. get the the opportunities to do that in development camps. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying your goalie coach, like your head goalie coach, is going to work out. I'm also I'm also not pinning it on the Flames goalie coach, mm-hmm. but as an organization, if you don't have good enough coaches to develop your talent, you're fucking yourself in half. Yeah, maybe <laughs> fucking yourself. <in> half. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! I don't even want to know what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the Flames goaltending pool, and you'll see. <laughs> That's what it is, right there. <laughs> but right, uh, like, man. if your prospects aren't turning into things, there's something wrong. But yeah, because other teams are having no problem. Oh yeah, that's seriously. They better have that on their radar majorly yeah. because we've just gone through how much shit about the goalies and the Flames. You know, it's it's yeah. one thing if you you pick, you draft up a guy in like the sixth round and. Yeah, your scouts say, like, oh, he's going to be this, he's going to be that. And, you know, like, it's just like any any player. Goalies are crazy hard to draft. We've yeah. kind of oh, talked yeah. about this almost weekly, it seems, too. It's just a guess. But if you just consistently have no talent come through, why is it? Yeah, there's obviously I don't like the way he goalie coaches his NHL talent either. 
So, oh yeah, you've pointed that out, and like some of the flaws in Riddick's game, flaws in Riddick's game, flaws in Mike Smith's game. Yeah, right. Flaws in the a lot of NHL goalies' games. Yeah. Hashtag fire Siglet. <laughs> Maybe good. that's the problem, boys. That's, that's yeah. It's the... not Peters. It's yeah. Siglet. <laughs> because know, that's yeah. we get good goaltending. We're still gonna lose. Fuck. Yeah. That's like oh shit. We're, we're gonna lose. Goal, good we goaltending this year. We're gonna lose one nothing in a shootout though. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. But, but you know, it's just it's just things like that that you just like. It's the patterns. You're like, okay, hey, wait, wait, yeah. maybe it's this that's the problem. Yeah, you're, like you're right. That's a you're, strong trend, though. Siglet isn't gonna be the guy that's day to day with Tyler Parsons or Nick Schneider or whatever. They would have Schneider, a lot more that's control. That's another kind of. He's possible. a tweener. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. he's I don't been, know. He's been in the system yeah. for a long time. The Flames have had their hands on him for a very long time because they had him in the Calgary Hitmen too. Yeah, exactly. And, the Tigers, and when he played for the Tigers too. Well, yeah, yeah but he got he got drafted from the Tigers. The moment he got drafted, he got traded to Calgary. Yep. Huh. Wonder how that happened. Yeah. It wasn't an accident. Because he wasn't yeah. very good for the Hitmen. That was like the year and a half where the Hitmen just went ape shit with trades. It was yeah. crazy. They they made like a crazy eleven player trade with uh, Swift Curry yeah, or whatever. That was I was crazy. Like, Whoa! We'll take half your team. You <laughs> Seriously, <take> half- <laughs> there's legit no draft picks. I don't think, and it was just all players. Like it was like a seven for four trade or something. I was like, Whoa! Um, that? That's junior though. I'd like to touch on the fact that the Edmonton Oilers lost to the LA Kings last night. Oh, yeah. I love uh, touching that. I'll touch that all over. <laughs> uh, I know. I looked, I looked at the score sheet. what I say about Edmonton because, I mean, they're in first in the Pacific. I know, right? You got to just take your jabs when you get them, though. But we've kind of talked about it, right? When When is it that this runs out? Because A, McDavid and Dreisel aren't going to score 160 points. I hope not. B, I kind of hope in a way. When nobody else is scoring, eventually something's going to dry up and they're going to start losing games. You sent out the screenshot before <laughs> yeah. the podcast to I the group to, chat man. and said, "Is this a, could this be any more Oilers than yeah. it is? The Oilers lost 5-1 to the LA Kings. McDavid was the only one with a point. <laughs> Unassisted goal 30 seconds into the second period. Which ties him with Leon Draisaitl for the league leading goal or in points, which is hilarious. Too. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, I am not surprised. Like I'm not. I think he's going to lead the league in points still, but no, yeah. not goals. But doesn't. But again, right? Me. Like maybe that's what we were saying, right? If if the McDavid and um, Draisaitl combo dries up, what helps them? Like what puts them past the team? Because we watched it with Boston. We watched it with Colorado last year. The one-line teams eventually got into trouble when those lines got shut down by whatever means. Yeah. It's not playoff-friendly hockey. No. Mm, they might. They, right. I mean, like, if Leon and Connor stay healthy, I don't see why they would not help Edmonton like they are now. Oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't know if they'll be, like, their f- first, aren't they, like, first power play in the league, like, number one power play um, in the league? Wouldn't surprise Probably. Me. Um, in help to or by the Avs. I'm still like, I don't know about their goalies. Like Miko Koskinen's eight one and two with a nine twenty one save. Unsustainable. Yeah, like, is that is that who he is? Is that 
Well, I, like, who I, knows, I know, really? Right? Who like, knows, actually? Maybe. I don't, we haven't seen enough, really, of Miko Koskinen. We got to see the full year here. That's the thing. It's, it's like, goaltending, I think, is a little bit, plays a bigger role for Edmonton this year. Because mm. they're getting really good goaltending. Totally. Oh, 100%. Which is a, I mean, They're like getting a lot year, better defense, too. Last it's, year, it's not I mean, just goaltending. Dreisaitl yeah. got 50 goals at uh, Connor did his thing and they, they had Talbot and Koskinen and they sucked. And yeah. that's basically the only difference I see this year is they're getting saves. Leon and Connor are doing their thing. I guess they're getting a lot of points out of Leon. And I feel like a lot more Clef Baum has taken a step for sure. And he's he was been playing hurt. a lot. He's he at the most ice time uh, in the league. I think the beginning of last year yeah. for a bit. Um, so that's, that's good. Like good for them, but. I'm just the, the goaltending is a thing. It's like I've seen Mike Smith, um, obviously the last two years. I I don't think he can. I don't know. It's like when Mike Smith's tenure in Calgary, his first year, the first half of the year was amazing, and then he got hurt, and then the second half yeah. of his first year and the first half of his second year, he was garbage, the worst goalie in the league, I think <laughs> statistically, pretty much. And then he had a good enough. five games in yeah. the playoffs. So it's like, I don't know. And what he's been he riding is. that high since it seems. Yeah. So I, I actually thought Smith might be back with the Flames. I mean, they signed Talbot. Talbot and him signed the same deal, I think. Pretty much. 2.75 I or think, 2.55 uh, or something for one year. I think Talbot's was a little more friendly, but not by a lot. And it's like, for Talbot, you can't even like blame him on anything, really. He's not even played terrible. Well, he when Edmonton made the playoffs three, four seasons ago. He was outrageous. Oh, he like, was he started, what, real good. like, high 60s games, 70 oh, yeah. games or something ridiculous? 67 games and, or something. And their goaltending was good. Yeah. And then they had two years of very, like, below league average goaltending, and you very clearly see the holes. But of now, course a goalie can make a big difference like that. A good... Uh, but... I, a good goalie is a good coach's best friend. Well, that's oh, what yeah. Trey Living said. They should call this. They could. They could call the sport goalie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like he said that multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Which that's the thing. That's the thing with the Flames right now. It's not Riddick. Oh, definitely not. Right. And I even when Talbot plays, it's not Riddick. Just like so. Do I have to score too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. It's the if you get a shutout and score a goal, we'll win every game. That's what I heard. I didn't see. Obviously, I couldn't even watch. I didn't even watch highlights or anything. It's just not for me right now but like i heard that like riddick was right pissed at the end of that game well rightfully so. and like he just left the ice and <laughs> didn't even talk to anybody and just left remember when and i I'm talked like, about remember when i talked about his personality what? what i achieved my move goal. Ooh, nice you while moving I've been wow doing? you've been yeah. killing it sometimes i don't know what this thing's doing. anyway <laughs> apple ladies and gentlemen apple <laughs> Apple Watch. But remember when we had are the, you moving? Remember when we out. had the conversation about Riddick and his personality? Yeah. When you show up your teammates like that, it's not always a good. It's mm, yep. generally not a good thing, mm -hmm. especially as a goalie, right? Because they're the ones that are hooking you up with better defense. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get lit up if they and if you show them up, it's not gonna make them want to do it's. It's the old, like, it's what happened with Babcock. What if it's justified, well, though? Well, right now, it's just a big pissing party there right now, though. It, the that's thing is legit that... what it is. Everyone's like... <coughs> but that's... That's Johnny. Sorry. That was Johnny. 
But right, it's it's that. And then Geo's like, well, fuck, guys. What the fuck? And then Riddick's like, fuck you. That's the thing, right? You got to have... Everybody's so, just pissed. Well, yeah, that's it. And if you're just, if you're pissed at your goalie, you're not going to play your balls off to keep the puck at it. Well, that's I think that's a areas. big problem for everyone is just no one's playing for each other. It's yeah. just fucking garbage. Right? Yeah. We, so it's, I don't know, it's it's a struggle for sure. Oh, right. I wanted to bring that up. Uh, we talked about this over the summer uh, when a certain player got signed. Oh, yeah. In Philadelphia. Our favorite our favorite free agent signing of the summer. Um, but just let, just let me find this one sec. It's, it's, it's it, yeah, you're going to love it. Oh, yeah, okay, so here you go. Philadelphia Flyers uh, are really good. Yeah, they're super good. Um, so, yeah, Flyers second line, JVR Hayes Voracek, making just over $22 million, have 31 points combined. So that comes to $722,000 per point. Uh, single players with more points, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Marshawn, Pasternak, Carlson, McKinnon, John. a fucking defenseman has more points than your whole second line. What the? F- but yeah, don't. But pay him over seven million though, because he's worth it, dude. He's that good. This is just a Philly thing to do. It You're was so dumb. To do. Their off season was just a bunch of throwing money around at players that are like, "Hey, you're kind of good. Maybe, maybe you'll be better now." Out here, here's seven mil. You get in here. Do it up. Seven million one hundred and forty-two thousand eight hundred and fifty-seven dollars. Holy fuck! Is that what it is? <laughs> Yo, if that eight hundred fifty-seven one wasn't there, I don't know if you would have signed it. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I could have saved something. That's, that's, the players are doing that though. They want to like put their numbers into the contract. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. All, it, oh yeah. Matthews and Marner. Yeah. Um, what the hell? <laughs> the one thing about the like how much per point thing. <laughs> Let's get to yeah, that. That's just whatever. Let's get to that number at the end of the year because I think there's a lot of lines like that. Oh, probably. probably I don't even want to know. Second flames. lines probably like that. <laughs> yeah. Not saying that it's been bad, but but it's... hell, they get paid. Oh, I guess that second line gets paid quite a bit to you. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Mitch Marner, John Tavares, and uh, Zach Hyman. That's twenty-five million almost. Hopefully, they have more points than that. I think they do, but they're probably at like 40, so it's probably right around the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the price per point is probably higher on that Probably one. pretty close. But yeah, kind of like, speaking of Jets, kind of from well, earlier, look at that second line now. And that's what's crazy, too, is the Jets have mixed and matched up to making really good lines now. They've done a pretty good job with this whole Bufflin thing, too. That not is making such a, a weird thing. Patrick Laine got his wish. He's on the well, top line, and that top line is outrageous. Oh, it is. Also, Kyle Connor, Mark Shafley, Patrick Laine. Oh, you know who so sucks? Uh, Wheeler. He's been oddly so Yeah, because he's year. not playing with Mark Shifley anymore. I don't know if... I don't think that's... Uh, offense. Yeah, he Wheeler should, usually but... does drive his own offense, too. Like, in my opinion, he almost drove the play more last year than Shifley did. In sure. a way. But it's the double yeah. threat. Like, yeah, Ehlers has played pretty well. Ehlers has been fire to you. Uh, but with Roslovich on the wing, it's not exactly it's not a three headed monster mm-hmm. like he's used to being part of. Um fuck. Oh yeah, right. Also, like what you just said, like they're doing well with handling the Bufflin situation. 
it makes it a hell of a lot easier when they're playing well and oh, winning man. games. Could you imagine if the team was butt ass right now? Like they, it would be a way butt bigger ass. story. I know that's the <laughs> that is the first time I've ever said that. So butt, butt ass. So <laughs> ass X two. Well, we're just full of good stuff today. Yeah, I don't know. That's a new saying, man. Butt, butt ass. Butt ass. It's like trying to be PG, but then it just, you know, not. Don't, don't the, me, anyways, keep going. The thing with the thing with Buffalo, we I think we it could have been worse, you know. If they we, were bad, that would be way did more. Did we touch on Buffalo last week? We kind of did, but because the the grievance thing was kind of like oh right, that was on the like grievance, Tuesday that I heard. the grievance thing has like they've officially it's officially filed, filed it. but it's yeah. been like a, in the air for yeah almost a month. They had to since go like through surgery. they had to go through like the third party arbitration yeah. bullshit like since. Since his surgery was announced, this grievance has been up in the air. Yeah. So because it's not, not paying him. What? They're not paying At the him. moment, yeah. No, they're not paying him because he chose not to show up to camp. Yeah, so they suspended him, and now he's Apparently, whatever the fuck actually happened there, like... Yeah, we might never know, but... Shows up, and, like, at the start of the year, it's... What we kept hearing is he's thinking sure. about whether he wants to keep playing. Wheeler is minus 11. Dude, I got him in my fantasy league. He's got 12 like 12 points? pool points. 12, 12 points minus 11? Second round pick. Woo! Straight in the garbage. Morrissey <laughs> has more points than Wheeler. Yikes, dude. That's rough. It's that's weird, man. That's not what I... That's not the Wheeler I, I mean. know. He's been butt-ass. You, complete <laughs> butt-ass. Seriously. But yeah, so this is the thing with the Bufflin stuff, right? Is... He reportedly doesn't show up to camp, so they suspend him. Mostly the only reason they suspended him. Well, they him. gave him an indefinite leave. They yeah. granted him a leave of absence the while sus- he thought yeah, about it. Yeah, the suspension was only for dollars, so they didn't have to have him against the cap, so they could, you know, do stuff with their roster. So then he's not paid, which he was fine with because he didn't show up to camp. If this was a hockey injury, show up to camp. Get treatment. Yeah. Get paid. Oh, yeah, that's the whole exact thing. We, I, 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 we were talking I, about I'm it on sure. the fan this morning. Mike Commodore. He's like, he's like, show up to camp and just fall down and be like, ah, ah, that too. Ah, <laughs> but safe. like, was it not a well, thing? He, he obviously was still hurt though. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, was right. it not a thing at the end of last year? I remember him not yeah, being healthy. Yeah, he came. Well, back, yeah, exactly. Right. Played, he was hurt like all last year. He had the ankle thing. Yeah. He remember, he like playoffs. went in the boards really weird and fucked his ankle. Right. Uh, yeah, so I feel like this is partly or a lot his fault too, right? So this is why the grievance is a thing because just because he files a grievance doesn't mean he's getting paid. Right. Because the NHL is going to be like, well, you still didn't show up to camp. That was your choice. Failure to report. That's, that's like that's your choice. You voluntarily didn't get paid here. Yeah. And then well, all of a sudden it's, oh, my ankle's hurt. I need surgery. Well, exactly. That's the weird thing about that is that initially there was no news about an injury. Yeah. And then well, all of a sudden, it's oh, I'm getting in or uh, surgery on my ankle. Surgery, yeah. It was standard procedure, right? At yeah. the end of the year, all the players have physicals, right? Yeah. And he was deemed fit to play. He just played the last ten games of the year and a Which playoffs. Series. We also don't know. Like there could have been like, well, my ankle's still a little sore, and I just played yeah. through it. Like nobody knows actually what that. Up to Cam and said, you heard it at fr- like training. You heard it training. It's still a hockey related injury. So you don't even have you don't even have to fake falling down. Yeah. Oh, I hurt. It's hurt. I, I hurt. Show it two up weeks and ago. be like, my ankle's still hurt. 
and then you no, go like, through I, the oh, process. I was doing I was doing Zumba and I twisted yeah. my ankle. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah. <clears throat> So it's a very weird I don't think I've quite seen a situation like that before, right? Like this no, is a pretty, pretty unique situation. And the the other unique part it's about weird. it is because it's such a long-term recovery for the surgery. This grievance has so much room to breathe, right? Yeah. They don't have to hear it tomorrow. They don't have to hear it next week. They don't have to hear it by Christmas. Yeah, it's probably yeah. like what three, four months still or something. I think it's another like three months. So yeah. like they have at least till Jan- like they have at least January to listen to this grievance. Can if you they want? Can you like imagine in like March, Bufflin comes back to the Jets? Like, well, what that's the, the fuck that's what would I'm that be? Is I don't know if is he going to be good? if he does. Well, like come who back? wants him back now? But if he... does, the, anybody on that team want him back? It Which depends. is weird because he was a big leader. It right? depends on what they believe in that room. I think the pl- the players probably would. You, I guess. But would he's they be telling him I was hurt? Yeah, right. It, it's it's hard to know without every single bit of information. Really. You know, there's more information, way more information than this. Oh yeah, from both sides, right? So it's so hard to speculate around. It's just such a weird story yeah like yeah I, i've never heard or seen anything like this before other than like i think if he shit does... that went out like the host of shit that was just clean and it was fine yeah and like okay i can't play anymore because he's still getting paid <laughs> he might be el- I that saw, is true i saw That's an true. interesting yeah. tweet he's eligible for hockey hall yeah, of fame we talked about that last kind Friday. of uh, right. chris pronger-esque yeah right because he's never gonna play again so it's he's effectively retired which sucks. I love Tosa. He's sweet. It sucks, but he wouldn't be the same guy anyway. Oh, no, he'd be just... trash now. Go play in the <laughs> KHL, maybe. Which, but... Datsuk's still playing in the KHL, eh? That's crazy. Is he? Yeah, he's like 41. What a guy. What oh, a who was that that scored the Datsuk-esque goal, man? Oh, that was sick. Oh, yeah, it was nice. That was sick. Um... He's in the shootout, right? Mm-hmm. Who was it? Fuck, I can't remember. Oh, legit. The uh, old... Outside skate turn in, yeah. fucking drag over. Whoop! Like yeah, it was really backhanded beautiful. drag thing. Yeah, so nice. I love it. It's one of the nastiest moves against the goalie. Oh, it's just see. like, how do you defend that? You don't even know what the fuck's going on. This guy's just moving in a weird direction. <laughs> oh, it's over your shoulder. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Well, let's see how many points he's got. This year, oh, it doesn't say. It's just God, it's NHL. That's oh no, I know it's. I I actually checked about, I don't know, two three weeks ago, whatever week that me and Brett did the podcast by ourselves. I think that's three weeks ago now. Yeah, because like Datsuk scored a goal, and I was like, oh, and then I was like looking up his stats. I think he's only played like thirteen games. I he had like four points or something. He has sixteen games, seven points. There you go. Yeah. In, Which is insane that he's still playing. In uh, Yekaterinburg Automobilist. Oh, my favorite. Something. My favorite yeah. team. Like, That's definitely my favorite KHL <laughs> player. <for sure>. <laughs> Automobilist. <laughs> oh, I love the Automobilist. Let's go. I'm sure I said it 100% oh, perfect. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Mm. You mm. had a, the goalie stuff. The goalie stuff. So big saves. Oh, yeah. I wanted to bring that up. You're right. So we kind of had this argument a little bit. And I, I think it happened in various groups a lot around the NHL, around fans around the NHL. 
the <laughs> the save that ended Mike Babcock's career. <laughs> Leafs yeah. career. I'm sure he'll pop. Up. Yeah, sorry. His yeah. NHL Leafs career. Uh Flurry apparently also ended his Detroit Red Wings coaching career. Oh yeah. Uh if Really? You, yeah, if you go back is that the to, cup final? Yeah, the cup oh, final. Oh, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, that was a big, big that was save, a big one. I, I don't remember that being his last No, he still coached in wing. Detroit yeah. for like two, three more seasons. I just saw it. Somebody was like, this is the second time Fleury's done this to Mike Babcock. <laughs> yeah. Funny. But that save he made against the Leafs, it's 3-2. Nick Batan gets what he can on a backhander on net. One touch likely. backhander, fucking, yeah. Flurry comes back, diving, glove save. That's pretty crazy. Saves the two points for Vegas. He looked like Kevin Pretty Pilar, crazy man. save. So I just I just kept thinking, holy fuck, do you play baseball or something? <laughs> oh, it's like a diving, like... <laughs> well, last night, Tuka Rask oh, yeah, this... made a mostly barehanded blocker save with, with the, the palm of his blocker. <laughs> yeah. Not a, the a glove blocker save. Yeah, a glove blocker save. <laughs> or a blocker After glove he save. lost his stick, I think, a little bit on the <laughs> original shot. Uh I can't remember who sent the shot in, but somebody took a clapper and rifled it into Kenny glo- gloves it with his blocker hand out of the air and robs him of a goal. And then like throws it back under him. Yeah, it was it's absolutely crazy. Like, Absolutely insane. My thoughts, my questions to you guys. For those who haven't seen it, we'll probably tweet it out. I think I might actually tweeted the Tuka one out already. We'll find them and tweet them out after. Maybe we'll pull it after the episode here. Um, which one do you guys think is better? Because I have a clear favorite. But... Uh, I like the Tuka one more. Me too. Wow, you guys fucked. You guys suck. I know. Just the way you guys were like all over the flurry save when it happened, I expected one of you guys at least to take the flurry one. I really, really like that save by flurry. But like to go barehanded blockers, like so unorthodox, like scramble desperation well, save. Tuka said after the game, he's like, I was like fist bumping. He's because I don't make those. Well, saves. like who does that? <laughs> Whoever does that. But what? I got I got one to top it. That AHL save where Buddy's a right-handed glove uh, loses his Colorado glove. Eagles. Yeah. Goalie. Loses his glove and fucking saves the puck off a bare rebound handed. while he's like down with his bare hand gloves the puck. <laughs> that was insane. Pretty crazy. Uh... But it's it's a little bit different. The reason the reason I like Tuka's better, and this is the reason why I wasn't I wasn't like there's so many people are like save of the year for Flurry and blah blah blah. I'm like mm. the thing with Flurries to me because Patan doesn't get a lot on it. It's a backhand from the top of the circle. Oh, I know. Like I'm not blaming Patan on what he got on it, but Flurry has so much reaction time on that save compared to Tuka Rask. Tuka oh, yeah, Rask exactly. is just straight up like, I hope I get it. Well, right. Because Flurry got beat. Well, Flurry, it was a rebound. Off the post. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. like, but it's, like, out to, like, that's why he's out to lunch is because. Yeah. It it's was still an insane. The same, same as Tuka's. I mean, Tuka's it's was like, a rebound, too. It's a pick 'em. 
Yeah. See, I, I don't, I don't think so. That's why I, I don't like, think one is wildly better than the other. They're I think there's still see, yet I, to be I, a see, better. That's why, that's why I wanted to have this. Okay. I think two because it's wildly better than flurries, because to me, and like I'm not. I guess this is a hard way to argue it because I think two because uses his glove to catch. No, 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 no. That's what a not. Pussy that's, that's not what I'm getting at <laughs> at all. Because of the amount of time that Flurry had to make to get back, like yes, he like he he made a diving save. Like he needed every second he had. But I'll tell you from experience, when a guy rifles it or when a guy flubs it, you have way different chances stopping that puck. Mm-hmm. Tuka Rask stopping a clapper basically versus Flurry stopping a fluffer. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's so unorthodox, man. It's crazy. I'm not even I'm not even talking about it's how all... he made the save. Yeah. If he would have stopped it with his blocker the other way, I still would have liked it more. Oh, it still would have been great for sure. Because like to me, a guy like James Reimer can still get back and make Flurry save. And he could make Tuka Rask save too. Well, there's a but lot of athleticism in the Flurry save. Though. There Definitely. is. But because he's got so much reaction time. Because he has to... The thing is, is the rebound comes off the crossbar. So he doesn't... Know where it is. If he... Yeah, feels it. He will know where... Kind of what direction. So he's looking for it a bit. And then when he finds it, it's coming towards him. So that's why he has to... But the thing is... the, The biggest difference is that... If... Uh... Because that shot is so slow... He has so much time to watch it get shot and know where to go. Opposed to Tuka Rask where like it's the typical goalie thing where you just literally go to the middle of the net. That's how Tuka makes that save. All day, every day. You watch yeah. a guy shoot a rebound, it's to the middle of the net oh, exactly. every time. Get to the middle and try. That's yeah. where a goalie just watching it. That's where a goalie react reacts to every time is the middle of the net because that's where players shoot it. But flurries, it's just the Purely speaking, the uh, the rate at which Patan gets it to the, the backhand yeah. glove save that he made two years ago. Oh, fucking amazing. Again, last it's, season, I think. I think there's already a better save season? this year, isn't there? Oh, that's what I'm thinking. I'm trying to remember all the good saves this year. Like, even Grubauer had that crazy fucking save with the backwards glove. Yeah, right. Like, uh, like spins around. Yeah, I'm not discounting Fleury's save at all. Oh, it's, it's definitely really a good. fucking crazy. It's save. really good. I do like. He's so good. Man. But save of the year, I don't even think it's save of the year right now. Never mind. I think. Year. I think we're still waiting for a better one. There'll still be a better one. Ah, uh, Tuca's gonna. I'd say front runner right now. I think so, but, but I don't think like. I'm on a hockey page on Facebook, and I was arguing it today. <laughs> so I know there's a lot of people that don't agree with me. So yeah. I think there's a lot of people that don't believe that Tuca's in the lead right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it was, it was crazy. It was hilarious. Uh, just the fact that he didn't hurt his hand is also crazy. Yeah. I don't, that's the, I don't know. Yeah. That's why I thought for sure that that's the better save is just because purely of how he does it. Like bare yeah. hand blocker. Drops his, he, Cause he's got his hand on his stick. Yeah. Just drops and it. he totally does it cause he knows that he can't get his hand there if this, if his sticks there in his hand. So he, it's, it's like, yeah, wow, the goal, goalies do it all the time where they throw the stick. It gives you more mobility too. Right. It's hard but to hold just what, what a fucking save. Yeah. Both great. of those goalies are really uh, two of the top five goalies in the league right now. Right now for sure. Well, Tuka might know, be on man. the fringe. It's so hard to, it is hard, but Flurry's definitely up It's there. hard to not include either Islander goalie right now. 
but that's they true, have which a is slight asterisk because of the games they're playing. Yeah. yeah, and then you look at Flurry. Like, guy plays fucking almost every game. Flurry top five for sure. Tuka Rask is my... Tuka's on them. Tuka's my fringe. Yeah. Because Tuka's... It's because he's a Leafs fan. Yeah. But he also... Look at what he did in the playoffs, Yeah, we drafted right? him and traded him away. Fuck he five. fucking played so good last year in the it's playoffs. It's Tuka's fault. No, it's my fault. It's, it is It's fault. my fault for being a Maple <laughs> Leafs fan. No, that's not... I'm not biased in that aspect at all. I swear. <laughs> I think I swear it's not that. <laughs> um, on that note, though, um, oh, we forgot to touch on one thing. Actually, two things. Uh, St. Louis's third jerseys that they had on last night, absolutely outrageous. I Man. love them. They Certain were amazing. Insane. Jordan so Bennington with his gear and helmet combination with yeah. the jerseys, mm-hmm. ludicrous. Vancouver's third jerseys that they played against the Avs. I also like those. Super legit. The goalie gear combos with that. Yeah. Uh, Derek Pang. Yeah. You Darren, brought this. Darren. Darren Derek. Pang. Derek. Darren Pang. Panger. Apologize to Panger. I know he watches this. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry, Derek. I mean, Darren. <laughs> Nailed it. Totally by accident. Uh, his, by his initials there. His suit that went with those St. Louis jerseys last night was... So on point. What a beauty, man. Don Cherry would be jelly. Oh, hell yeah. That was... I, see, I told you. I didn't watch the game yesterday, so I I don't even know. Well, I didn't see that either because I was, wasn't watching the... Right. Because Sportsnet sucks and didn't show it. She's like, come on. It, it's paying. They have to show that. It was amazing. Uh, that suit was amazing. But, but we'll end it with the stadium series oh, between yeah. the LA Kings and the Colorado Avalanche. Probably the worst pair of jerseys yeah. I have ever like, seen. I don't understand Let's how grow those the... two teams get a stadium series game. I know. Yeah. Me neither. I don't fucking like, know. Why those two? Because LA Kings and Colorado Avalanche, big rivalry, bro. Shouldn't it be a divisional game? Yeah, probably. It should probably be fucking Minnesota and Colorado, right? Or like anybody else divisional, other yeah. than LA. How does LA, when they're awful... And when has LA ever been any kind of anything to Colorado? Not once. Yeah, it just seems very I know. arbitrary. I I went through this whole process over the summer and like figuring out like, oh yeah, this is the stadium series game being like so like the oh, the one year was what, San Jose and Anaheim or something? Yeah, sure. Uh it was LA Anaheim. Right, okay, cool. They played at Dodger makes, Stadium. Makes sense, dude. <laughs> LA, Colorado. What? I don't know. It's so dumb. The NHL sucks. At but anyway, yeah. it'd be weird if they like just wore their regular jerseys. <laughs> it's yeah, not stadium you, series. But then you, you couldn't, couldn't sell. Maybe. Then you couldn't yeah. sell jerseys. But what you're about, not going to sell these jerseys because they're awful. What about Colorado's other stadium? If you jerseys, if you, you buy sell new jerseys, if you buy one of these jerseys, anybody out there listening to us, watching us, if you buy one of these jerseys, I'm making fun of you, hundred percent, hundred percent. Also, because they're tell fucking us terrible. If you do, I hope I see. <laughs> you're, you're not invited to anywhere. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the don't spend money on this. Teach the NHL a lesson. Yeah. This right. is fucking add garbage. Add it to the wall. Oh god. Yeah, we should add. It looks like a fucking cartoon. Like I don't even know what to say about the it. Avalanche one. Because the Avalanche one came out first, and you're like, that's bad. It got leaked super early, and you're like, that has to be a Chinese. And then LA is like, has to be. LA's like, <laughs> hold my beer. 
Or give Check me t- give me 25 beers. See, like... Okay, uh, yeah, this is the plan. I, I think the Avalanche one's worse. Because I think the LA one... <laughs> I just can't deal with, like, the complete... It's like White someone took an eraser and was like, Nah, this part doesn't work. Oh, that looks good. Just white dots to keep it. The thing, the, the thing with the LA one is it uh, kind of... Like, it looks like it could work as, like, a t-shirt or, like, <laughs> yeah. something else. Just not a hockey jersey. Yeah. Where, like, the Avalanche like a hoodie. jersey... The Avalanche jersey, like, is just yeah. hot garbage. You're right. The Avalanche jersey looks like a five-year-old made it. And it's like, it looks ah, like, this it looks good. It looks like a grade one won a contest. Yeah. Like, a grade one kid was like... I red in there and some blue... Yeah. It's, it's so bad. The LA one, like, LA looks half finished. I'm thinking, like, does did the LA like did they go for like the Chargers? Like, is that why it's kind of like lightning bolty? Is that the point? Like, I, I don't know what their point is, man. Don't ask me. It has nothing to do with that team. Like, <laughs> they I, have no point. They could have just wore watch the, that game. They could have just wore their respective fan base. I'm not they could have just wore yellow Kings jerseys, like the yellow with the crown. They could have just. Or done some kind Long of iteration classic, of that. Like That'd every, be cool. Uh, Yellow and purple, bro. Not it's black so and white. Bad. It's a stadium God, series. You got to be like all futuristic and shit. I don't even. It's not even. It's not even futuristic. In twenty years, if jerseys look like this, fuck me, dude. Well, yeah, because it, it it looks like you know the men's league teams that have the what the hell is it called? Subla sublimated jerseys or whatever. Uh, I think it's sublimated jerseys where it's like, just. The jersey is made with the logo. That's what the LA look, one looks right, like. Right, right. Like it doesn't look like it's that a is, logo stitched on. Right. It looks like it's that. It, that's it. Whereas, it's like it's like uh like the vinyl yeah. or like plastic. Yeah. Kind of shit. It's just all the same. Yeah. Like it's the 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 main jersey material is the whole thing. There's no logo slapped on there and sewed on. Yeah. No crest. That Avs jersey is just. It's like you screen printed it, man. Like in fucking it's junior high, I could have uh, made this. What do you think about the uh, Dallas Stars jersey? I haven't even looked. Uh, I think I've seen it. I don't think it's that bad. It's it's a lot less. Uh, I'll let you guys talk ambitious. about this. Seal. The seal. Well, Jared. We're all alone, Jared. We think, went too long for Jared. I think Jared needs to go see the man van or. Oh yeah, the the D stars. Yeah, the D stars. The the stutters. The stutter. Yeah, the stutters. stutters. I forgot. I have seen that one. Uh, the stutters. I I mean, it's better. It's a hockey jersey at least. Yeah. It's got what you'd want. It looks aspects. It, do you remember the Toronto Arenas jerseys they wore? I think for the outdoor game against Detroit or something. I don't remember which one. Uh, what what. What game they wore those? I don't know. They're all blue and white. Different. It's all blue and white. Different stripes. Uh, Toronto Arenas. I remember the the Detroit jerseys that year. I think. Yeah, it was the Aretnas jerseys. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, so it was the. Said yeah, it, it was very like similar, that. like the Stutters, where it's the. Are big right. T and then arenas yeah. through the big T. So it's just very similar to the Stutters jersey, which that's all I can oh, think of uh, when I see the Stutters. They're playing Nashville, Dallas is. Oh, the, Nashville's the, the jerseys Na- are bad. The, the Nashville, uh, what the hell, uh, Dragon Ball Z jerseys, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> for those watching and listening, you'll have to Google these things. But 
Um, those ones look like they're just like very little time went into uh, <laughs> the design phase. We're going to sell jerseys, okay? We're going to yeah. like not it's... do what we should, and we're just going to write Nashville Predators on the jersey <laughs> and call it a day. That's another one that I, I know Jared likes uh, the Winnipeg third jerseys, those light baby blue ones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That just say I, Jets on I them. don't particularly like them. It's kind of like the Calgary Flames. Walmart Calgary. jerseys. No, those are so much worse. The the <laughs> Winnipeg Jets those look like, jersey remind me of, like, of Walmart jerseys. Yeah, that Calgary Flames ones did too. I, I know. I like just those ones. Calgary and fucking Curzon, and you're just like, <laughs> that came from Walmart. <laughs> you legitimately got that at Walmart. It's a sweater. It's not even a jersey. The Jets jersey, same thing. We're, we're, this Nashville uh, Predators, you're like, that's not that's not real. We went into the other stadium series oh, yeah. game. So the, the stars versus the avalanche, or I'll, I'll just the stars that. versus the predators, and the stars jersey is okay. It's fine. It's a jersey, but the uh, predators jersey is no terrible. Good. Yeah. Do <laughs> they look like fucking Fisher Price like the other ones? Uh, they look like. The oh planes. right, I remember seeing these ones. Yeah, 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 Dallas is sick, dude. They got like the be like off white pants and stuff. That's gonna be the best part. Yeah, I like. I like them, except they look like uh, the D's, the D's kind of weird. Stutters. They won't beat the Flames and Jets jerseys, though. The STDRs? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. The Saint Doctors. Actually, yeah, there, there's literally... <laughs> yeah, because there's... Where's the A? You couldn't be in it's better hands. It's a star, hand. bro. Not only are these these people doctors, they're also saints. <laughs> Saint Doctor S. I just, this year okay, is really bad. Yeah, could have done better NHL. It, you know why? It's because better. the winter, the Heritage Classic was just the bar got set so too high. good. They're too good. And the Flames and Jets simple, crushed it. Though. Yeah, and like, they were this classic. Avs jersey's got way too much going on. I yeah. saw some photoshops of the Avs jersey with like without the shitty mountain thing in the middle, where it's just like white, like a white mountain, and that's it. And it looks ten times better. It's still not good, but it's ten times better. <laughs> Doesn't set the bar very high, it's but not why ass. is it showing me ass. like Philly and Pittsburgh jerseys? Come on, Google. Because you have to type in Nashville <laughs> and then Predators <laughs> and then Stadium Series jerseys. <laughs> Twenty nineteen. Do I if I press enter, does it change? No. Same. It is a Mac, so it's probably changing all your words with auto. <laughs> yeah. Nashville Predators, Pittsburgh Penguins. Know. I'll look at them later. Well, Tyler's got it up. Yeah, here. here That's I'll the National Predators. I should just put it up there, but it's not good. It looks like a Walmart jersey. Yeah, it looks like one that you like a t-shirt you get out of a beer case. <laughs> Had to. Yeah, that's half my wardrobe. <laughs> Leave me hey, alone. He's like, I do. That's what all my shirts look like. Okay, enough of this shitty jerseys. That's enough of this episode. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jared's had his pee break, so now we can end. So yeah. yeah. Wrong. Right when he gets back. Wrong okay, order of operation. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Couldn't uh, hold it. <laughs> thanks for tuning in to the Bench Boys podcast. Uh, we will be back. We will be back. Thanks for tuning in. in. Tuning in. in, in. Uh, we, we will be back next Friday. Uh, I probably write this down. You're probably not in, huh? Kids got basketball. No, Blair. Actually, I'm going to the Hitman game. Blair's cut. Oh, nice. Maybe Brent. I wanted. I, I texted him on the weekend. I'm like, after the Pittsburgh game, I was like, "Hey, you want to talk uh, Babcock getting fired again soon?" And then they ruined it and took the topic off the board. Yeah, yeah, it's gone now. It's hired. <sighs> Unbelievable. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and uh, 
We will catch you on the flippy. Adios. We're the bench boys. We're the bench boys. Coming to you live. We're the bench boys. We're the bench boys. Coming to you live. So why not plug in and listen to us? Ran about our favorite scenes. We could sit here and talk all Bang!